Good evening, everyone. This is uh, Skinny E Media, otherwise known as Mark, here to present you one of the greatest interview opportunities I could ever imagine. Here we have Henry Talbot at the New Zealand Classification Office. A very important role indeed there. How do you do, Mr. Talbot? Very well, thank you. I'm doing great myself. Um, I know in your line of industry, um, quite similar to the BBFC and MPAA, you often observe um, films and decisions on videos and video games being made that are suitable for the audience that it's intended for. Um, the rating system in of itself is a very unique one for the audience who is a bit curious. The unrestricted categories, G, P, G, M, and then the restricted ones starting from RP13, RP1516, and then R13, R16, R18, and then R, which I think is one of the most interesting um, film classification labels I have seen, at least in my lifetime. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, it it is a. It gives us a lot of flexibility. That system. So um, it's been around for for uh, quite a while. Those ratings now, and um, you'll get the more common ones like R sixteen and R thirteen, or those uh, unrestricted ones, which kind of have um, uh, sort of equivalents in in other systems you might be familiar with. And uh, the those RP ones we use less often. Uh, and that's really when there's, you know, tends to maybe be something about a film that might have res restrictable type content like sex and violence and so on that might be hard for um, uh, younger people and children. But there might be something about the film that, uh, you know, makes it maybe important or worthwhile to have that opportunity if they have their parents with them or are able to, um, you know, talk through the issues that come up on a film. Oh, yes, absolutely. I would understand. Um, I know in the uh, US system, because uh, I've grown up in both countries, you have the R rating, which in many ways acts like a similar sort of caveat. You can bring under 17s to see it, provided they have parental adult supervision. Britain has the 12A, but the 12A is more along your equivalent of like an M category. It's unrestricted with similar type of booze that get like a PG-13, but with a caveat that it's more appropriate for 16 and up. Um, so yes, um, you know, getting back to the uh, questions more in hand, um, my experience is in your line of work, how do you compare yourself to other countries involved? Because I know most of my mates, they, they seem to compare yourselves to Australia, uh, probably a little bit too much there but through the variety of options that you have available, it's that's certainly not the case, particularly the R and the RP categories. And then also you just kind of decide what passes for, if it's an MA15, it could sometimes get like an R18 or an R6 to an R13, depending on how um, the Kiwi sensors view it as such. I'll let you put your words. Um, yeah, so there are, I mean, there's, there's obviously some key similarities and differences. The the uh, Australians will tend to use that MA15 very often, which is in terms of what it's actually saying to, to audiences and to parents and so on, it's kind of similar to our RP. And we're more likely to use those kind of hard restrictions over here um, in New Zealand. Um, in terms of the you know differences in, in how we make those decisions, 
there are, I mean, there's lots of similarities between Australia and New Zealand and places like the UK um, and similar concerns around things like sex and violence, for example. Um, something, there are things that we kind of um, uh, specifically take a lot of care on that we know New Zealanders care a lot about here uh, at our office and um, particularly things like suicide and sexual violence. So those were a good example of that was 13 reasons why. So those were both significant plot points. And we did consult with mental health and sexual health uh, experts when making the decisions. So um, it's a good example because, for example, with sexual violence, it was kind of a bit mixed. Um, the depictions themselves were quite kind of high impact uh, and potentially distressing, but the overall messages around uh, around sexual violences weren't necessarily uh, bad ones. The suicide thing was more concerning. Um, you know, her death was represented at times as not only log logical, but kind of unavoidable in the circumstances, and they didn't really engage with things around mental illness, for example. So those that was a good example of us paying a lot of attention to certain things that we know New Zealanders care a lot about and suicide and sexual violence are right up there on that one we actually did end up with an RP classification uh RP 18 which was quite unusual and that was basically saying acknowledging that the audience the intended audience for that show is often going to be teenagers but the potential harm of some of that content was quite high. So we were just saying, this is something that parents should be aware of. This is something that um, there should be some supervision around. I would say that's appropriate there. Um, you know, 13 Reasons Why is more or less like a high school drama. Um, we're saying upwards or at the level like sixth form, um, it's all like A-level -A -A college. And I haven't seen this show in question, but I could imagine quite a lot of the scenes are disturbing. Um, so that would be something you probably want to talk with your younger viewers about, particularly those who are at risk. And, you know, adolescence is a very difficult time. And uh, I'm glad that you made the decision there. I would say this, and I hope uh, no one takes it the wrong way, but um, the New Zealand film system seems a little bit more at least into my liking and interest in the uh, Australian one, because you've got the uh, defined age restriction borders that they don't necessarily implicate until they get to the R18 and X18 level, which I think makes sense that, that in many ways you're quite similar to Great Britain in that regards, and even Australia or even the Republic of Ireland or Canada and the US. That's just from my experience, but... Um, I would definitely agree. I know Don't Breathe was a movie that got a bit of flack for its R18 compared to the MA15 that it receives because of the scene which involves a woman being threatened with sexual assault involving a pipette full of someone's... Well, this is going to have content restrictions. I've put warnings there, but it fills with his uh, ejaculate. But yes, um, uh, this is not necessarily a family-friendly podcast, but we just want to give warning for those out there. So the next question oh, yeah. I have in mind, um, I always self-sense myself whenever I can. I, <laughs> I put 15s and 18s that's onto my work. Um, I am a fan of certain titles which have caused quite a lot of trouble with the New Zealand government, particularly like Hostel Part 2 and Puni Puni Poeme. One is a horror film, one is a Japanese animation, and then I think there was a Belgian cartoon called 
Shame of the Jungle, Jungle Bird, that was banned in New Zealand when it first came out. I believe all of those works have now been reclassified with a proper rating instead of being banned. So what's, do you know the story on those a little bit? Uh, yeah, so I looked into I looked into those titles. Um, each of them, each of them has uh, uh, quite a different little interesting story of its own. Um, to start off with, we um, we very rarely ban commercial content like um, like movies, for example. That did happen, uh, you know, back in the day when we had the old uh, the old chief censor of films would um, relatively commonly do something, which was, you know, that wasn't unusual in an international context, uh, either. When we look at specific titles, uh, nowadays, like the ones you've raised, um, there's also the, uh, that situation where historical bands, um, and an example is the, uh, um, Shame of the Jungle one. So something that is classified before our new system came into place, those bands, uh, can still be in place, um, but it's kind of uh you know there are ways around that and 